Hello, and welcome to the This Way Out podcast, a part of the This Way Out project. My name is Miguel Mata, and I would like to personally thank you for tuning in today to share some of your valuable time. This podcast is all about being a source of positive energy and messages. Here, I try to help those struggling with issues that can weigh heavily on the mind and make the world we live in seem like a dark and impossible place. I do this by sharing advice from personal experience, through stories from ordinary people who have overcome their own challenges, and other uplifting stories to help shed some light on the world we live in. In the end, my mission is to support you and help you feel better about yourself and your surroundings. All I'm asking for is a chance. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to This Way Out and another awesome individual. Remember, we're we're just a show about positive energy, putting that positive energy in the world and showing that in kind of a little dark world, like we, we, we feel like we live in this dark world, there are good things happening and there are good people that exist in this world doing good things for other people. And my guest today is exactly that kind of person. So. If you don't mind, mystery guest. You're not a mystery guest. I know who you are. Would you mind introducing yourself? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm Angelica, but on social media, everyone knows me as Velvet Cat or just Cat. And so a little bit about me is that I am a full time fashion illustrator and I also teach fashion design on the side. And I recently started my YouTube channel where I share the knowledge that I've acquired through these experiences, plus now tarot, because I got fascinated by it. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, um, so you and I, uh, our paths kind of crossed via Facebook on a a page that you and I are are members of. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in that, in that group, you know, we're, we all get introduced kind of to each other's products, right? Or each other's projects. And yours really kind of stuck with me because oh, really? I like, I like the, um, I, I love like the messages that come with your, um, yeah, that come with your videos just to give people a heads up, you know, and this is, I'm not trying to steal any of your thunder here, but just to give people a heads up, um, Angelica, will draw she's a a fantastic artist fantastic artist very very talented and she'll have these fashion designs for example and she'll be drawing them out and while she's drawing she's not really talking about the drawing she's giving life advice she's giving life advice and she's talking to whoever's listening it's like the drawing is something that you can appreciate while you're hearing these positive messages and I, I gotta ask I gotta ask that was the whole well that wasn't the whole thing you have so many great things going on on your on your YouTube channel but that's really what kind of drew me into yours is mm-hmm. is is that thing is is that by design or is that what, what what's that all about yeah so it's funny because I tend to do things based on my ability and also a combination of like fear like my comfort zone and so for me it was actually comfortable not showing up on camera (laughs) oh yeah and that's why since i wanted to post on youtube lots of people kept telling me i should and i did want to um i wanted to figure out a way that i could like 
ease myself into it and that's why I started with posting the art with just me speaking because then I, I also get to write it out like I'm more of a writer more of a thinker than a speaker like my my mind is always like this and then my words I don't even know interesting so the those so those um those videos that I came across that got shared between in the group mm -hmm. um those are early videos Yes, yeah, they're from like one or two years ago, and I was only posting maybe every few months, not not constant. Now I am posting constant. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting though. So what you were, what the the, you know, the messages that you were putting out, that you were putting out, those were scripted, or you just had an idea and you were kind of running with it. Scripted for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. Like I'll have, I have lots of ideas. Um. First it was in a journal, but then I started putting them, writing them all in my, in a little note area in my phone. Um, and so it kind of goes back and forth between my phone and my journal. And I'll cross off ideas that I'm working on. Right. Like for the YouTube like that. Um, like I'll think, can I create a video with images? Like if I, as I gain confidence, I can go around LA, I could go interview people. And so are these topics good for people for visuals or are these topics easy enough for me to just script it and put it over the art <laughs> right that's awesome though but the the uh, not but but and i and i threw out another but um the messages of of affirmation that positive those positive that positive energy that you're putting out where where does that come from what's the motivation behind that why like you could be talking about anything you know what I mean? You could be talking about anything. You could be talking about how to how to draw whatever it is that you're drawing. Mm -hmm. uh, you could be talking about you could be talking about anything, but you choose to put out you know positive messages, the affirmations, mm -hmm. the encouragement, that sort of stuff. Where does that come from? Where where did that idea come from? I think it's kind of been a part of me. Um, like my mom has been a huge inspiration she is such a light like everywhere she goes she's the life of the party she everyone loves her she's been amazing she's just amazing and even through struggles like i don't remember her ever being sad except for maybe when i was like three years old i remember she was going through something <laughs> but i've never seen her sad she's she pushes through difficulties always there for us and so maybe that's like you know how kids we tend to adapt our parents traits subconsciously so yeah. i might have gotten it from her yeah and so i just love helping it's just a part of me to just help <laughs> right yeah more blessed to give than to receive yes yeah that's really neat so i guess you know maybe this is a silly question but would you would you consider yourself like a happy person have you always been that way you have always been kind of a happy positive person or <laughs> they're like is it what is it a work in progress um so it's a balancing act for sure like uh i guess i do tend to gravitate towards the positivity um there's kind of this thing where i'm learning to accept what's not so positive because I've always kind of pushed it aside. That's, I think that's also another like subconscious training. Right. Since they, I never saw my parents fight. I never saw them angry. And so subconsciously, anything anger, anything sad was bad. And so I would push it aside. I would be like, no, I shouldn't feel this way because 
there are people that are suffering more than me, so I shouldn't feel this way. Mm. And I would push it aside for right. like ever. But I did notice that it was weighing me down. And since I was never facing it, I was allowing bad people into my life. And, Whoa. you know, like things were just a mess. I would always be like, oh, I'm positive. No, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, that's actually kind of interesting. Um, uh -huh. that, I mean, I, I, I can under, I understand what you're saying. You know, you had, you had all this positive energy, you had this encouragement, the support, mm -hmm. uh, but you didn't have a whole lot of experience with negative. So yeah. your default position, if you will, uh -huh. was to kind of not deal with it or push it away. Maybe not necessarily push it away, but just not just not deal with it. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that didn't for a while. Maybe there it, that didn't necessarily work out for you. That was kind of a learning. That was part of your learning experience. Yes, for sure, definitely. Like, uh, let's see. Maybe since since high school, I remember I did struggle. Like at 17, all the way to like 25 or 26. Really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> then I realized what I was doing. And reading more books to try to help myself, that's where the self-development came in. Uh -huh. And while learning all of this, I was like, how do people not know this? Like, yes, I love my parents, but they could have helped me by teaching me this. <laughs> right, right. Interesting. You know? So that's why you know I want I hope you don't mind. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into that just a little bit. I mean, we're not, we're not going to, I don't want to reopen any wounds here. I don't want to reopen any wounds here. <laughs> But uh -huh. what would be an example that you would be willing to share? Because that sounds like you were very specific about that time frame, right? That 17 to mid-20s range, right? You were uh -huh. very specific about that time range. So that was a, that was a difficult period for you, right? Yeah. And yeah. But you came out of that, just, just so that it's clear right now, if for anybody mm -hmm. who's... Never mind, I'm not going to insult anybody's intelligence by, by explaining <laughs> it too much. But you're, you're in a better place now, but it took that, that roughly 10-year period... Mm -hmm. where you were having so difficulty so like what are, if whatever you're willing to share like what are some of the challenges that you had to experience that that kind of opened your eyes to where you are now yeah um so i could definitely talk about these because these are i feel like a lot more people experience them whereas when i was a kid i the bullying that i dealt with as a kid that i didn't deal with um or, that's a whole other topic <laughs> those right, right, are okay. scars um the 17 to 25 to 26 those are um where i was being so nice too nice to where i was like paying for friends rents or like um allowing boyfriends to mistreat me um or like yeah just i was i was helping a lot of bums basically oh i see yeah <laughs> that yeah. were not trying for themselves you were allowing yourself to be taken advantage of yes people were taking advantage of your goodwill yes yeah oh man that reminds me of a i can't remember if i said talked about it on a in an interview or if i talked about it in a podcast but i definitely it's definitely been brought up but there's a there's a saying you know mm -hmm. that uh between givers and takers mm -hmm. right givers have to put limits on takers because mm -hmm. takers don't know how to put limits on themselves, Ooh. right? So yeah. givers, you know, it's up to givers to, and it sounds like that's what you were. You were a giver, definitely. If you're paying other people's rent, mercy, you're a saint <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, of course, I, I understand that there's probably, there are probably, it's probably a little bit more complicated than that. But still, you know, when it comes to the difference between givers and takers, 
it's up to givers to set boundaries because takers, they don't know how to do that. Um, so it sounds like that might've been something of what you were dealing with. Yeah. But, but you had, at some point you had a revelation of sorts uh -huh. where you kind of turned that, we kind of turned that around. Was yeah. it, was it like a, was it like a moment, an incident, a situation that popped up where you said, no, put your foot down? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was definitely a moment. Um, I was living with a, a friend and my boyfriend at the time and they kept fighting with each other and in turn I would be caught in the middle. So <laughs> me being the nice person, I was always trying to calm things down and help them as well because they were struggling and that's when it finally hit me how much everyone around me was affecting me. Like I was just thinking about all my other roommates that I've also helped um, and how, how long I had forgiven my boyfriend at the time. Um, and like it really brought me down to this one, it was like three days where I was just, did not want to get out of bed. I did not want to work. I did not want to eat. I was just like frozen in the dark. Yeah. And my mom, came up at, or she, we, we spoke on the phone and this is why I feel like I'm so blessed to be in the family that I'm with she said come home like you shouldn't be there we'll help you and then you can get yourself back up and so I did I just left them <laughs> and, and I went to my family and then I spent a whole year working on my business and just not really socializing as much um, to try to like find myself again because right, yeah. I had kind of lost my creativity I had lost my passion for myself it was just yeah man wow well I mean thanks mom thanks mom <laughs> and you know here's to having good family and a good support system you know I'm, I'm sure you you consider yourself lucky you know yeah. you consider yourself lucky that's that's really cool you know, if you don't mind, I'd like to. I'm curious about your about your your talent. You know, is it, have you always been someone who who enjoyed drawing? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I think in our family we tend to have a lot of artists, um, especially in my mom's side. My grandpa drew. My mom draws. A lot of my cousins draw. And then I recently learned that some of my cousins and my dad's side also draw and paint. So it's like in our family. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I've always drawn since I was a kid. Like. My first drawing was when I was five years old. I still remember drawing Belle from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and cool. my earliest drawings are um, from when I was like 10, third grade. I don't know how, oh, that's eight years old. Yeah, I still have those drawings. <laughs> yeah, neat. I think you said something early on, you were in, you're in, you're in fashion, you're in the fashion business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's, oh, how's that, what's that like? Um, so, I, I mean, I'm like all dressed up even right now. So <laughs> the reason why I fell in love with fashion is that I was so, I, I just, you know, art is a part of me. Like I feel like art is me and I want it on me. Like I want to be art. <laughs> okay. So that's why I got into fashion. Um, and I haven't been like in the actual industry. So I haven't seen all the chaos that is, a stereotype of the fashion world <laughs> I haven't seen that I've done a lot of collaborations and they've always been awesome like every model I've met every photographer I've met they've all been really kind really fun 
I'm still friends with all of them and I've seen their careers develop. Um, so in my view, fashion has been really great, not the like the negative drama part of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you trying to get deeper into fashion or are you are you uh, comfortable where you're at? At the moment I'm comfortable. Right. Possibly in the future I, I did want to um, launch an animal rescue and in this animal rescue I wanted it to be funded by fashion where I can combine both my love of like animals with you know my creativity for fashion um, and I, like I feel like in that way in that way it would be a little more of a statement mm -hmm. because nonprofits aren't really from what I've seen, I haven't found any that are super creative or fashionable. They focus on the on the cause, and they some of them struggle with getting attention for their cause. So I feel like I could get attention with fashion. <laughs> oh, that'd be kind of cool. Well, I look forward to that. I look forward to seeing how that what comes of that. I've got all, I've got. I'm so curious. Like you, you have like all these things going. Like the entrepreneurship, especially. Like where did that come from? Where did that? I mean. You're already kind of you're, you've already kind of talked about it. You know, you've you've, you've got this uh, appreciation for fashion, this appreciation for art. You know, um, and then the entrepreneurship because that's I mean that is really like the nuts and bolts of what's your, what's of your makeup, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're wanting a, your own business. Yeah. Um, how long has that been the thing for you? Has that always been part of the plan? I guess that's what I mean to say. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, so that's a thing that I realized when I was in college was that we're artists, we artists are too hung up on the art and not necessarily on the sales. Oh. So that's when it clicked for me. Like I want to help others that to see the importance of business that, you know, they need to know, they need to be aware of that. Um, and especially because I didn't learn that in school. That's why I was like, okay, I need to teach others this information. Um, but I think I got the bug from also my parents <laughs> because um, my mom has same thing. She's just, oh my gosh, she's a leader. She's such a leader. She, when we were younger, she started an aerobics group and that aerobics group grew from like maybe three, five, ten ladies to over 50 at a like basketball gym at the park. And she was getting paid for that per hour, uh, per hour like she was making a ton of money. So much that people were starting to get jealous and then they ended up kicking her out or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Drama. Um, but so she did that, that uh, aerobics. She started that and it grew and then she also would help churches and in the churches uh she would manage to grow these churches from small little churches to big communities um so she's always had that in her i've seen it and maybe that's why i'm like oh my gosh i can do it too like i didn't really think about that until just a few years ago i realized oh i've seen her doing it maybe yeah. that's why i do it you know um, and my dad, I heard his story of how he also started a restaurant in Mexico and unfortunately it didn't work out because he didn't learn sales, but um, he still had that entrepreneurship. And mm -hmm. even in my family and my grandpa's side, uh, on my, my dad's side, a lot of them have lands and they farm and they sell their fruits and vegetables. So there's entrepreneurship in our right, family. Right, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
I especially appreciate the community, the community aspect of that of that story of your mother's story and how that still resonates through through your projects because that's essentially what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're using your entrepreneurship to promote community. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's a big part of of this project too is to make people realize that we're all part of a community, yes. right? It's about making it's about making connections. Yeah. It's about understanding each other and appreciating that it takes it takes a village mm-hmm. to make something great. Exactly. And as individuals, yeah, we can do great, but as a team, even better. Absolutely. So, um What was the thing? Oh, the tarot. Yeah, that's right. The tarot. <laughs> that's that's something that's fairly recent for you, a fairly recent interest. Where did that come from? Where did that interest come from? I just just to <clears throat> just to give you a heads up. I spoke to a, another young lady on my interview thing and her story is pretty neat about how she got introduced to tarot. So if you go back a few episodes and watch Myra Henley, she talks about her experience with tarot. What brought tarot into your, you know, in, on your radar? What, what, what put it on your radar? I'm a military guy, but. Oh yeah, uh, the radar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, it's, I honestly can't remember what, 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 started it um like i actually wanted to look it up on youtube because i know i i the first thing i yeah the first thing i did see was through youtube about it and so i actually wanted to go in my history and be like what like go as far as i can with tarot to see which one was the first video i saw (laughs) um and but what i think got me into it um while i was watching the videos were the images um, like something in the cards? Since I love art, oh, okay, I, yeah. I noticed the cards were so pretty. I wanted them in my hands, right. and I just felt really connected to it. So I was like, All right, maybe I could try it out, just because the pictures were just—I was obsessed. I couldn't not look at them. Um, so I got my first deck, and when I studied it a little bit. I got the hang of it. I realized how connected I felt with it and how easy it just, it was fluid. Like I, it just came out of me. Huh. Um, and I was kind of thinking back, possibly because of my family as well. I, I think I felt a connection to it because in my family, we do have a lot of um, like spiritual people and experiences like that. Um, Like my mom did tell me that my grandpa, her dad, did also used to do tarot. Mm -hmm. Um, But in his experience, it was negative. He wasn't really thinking of how to help people. Um, So it did go on a downturn, like (laughs) the worst you could think. Uh, So he stopped and and they see it as, oh, like devil, like no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, but... Especially if you have a strong Catholic background, right? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just was seeing how I like, yeah, I understood the aspect of spirits and like it could be something negative, but I kept seeing how the readers on YouTube were more inspiring and supportive than anything hurtful. Um, because I also had a stereotype against it. <laughs> Um, before I started, I anytime I heard of the word psychic or any psychic approached me, I would be like, mm, nah, like stay away from me, no thanks, um, you know. 
And once I saw it in YouTube and how much it really resonated, I just loved it. And I, and it was, I started with another way to help people. So then I was like, I want to help people. Let's try it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think your readings are pretty cool. I like the way they're, um, I like the way you generate them. You have a, I know you definitely have a weekly reading, one for the week. And then I think you have one for the month. Um, so for YouTube, I was doing weekly, but then once I realized I want where I wanted to go with my channel, I changed it to monthly so that I would have room for other ideas that still revolve around art and business. Okay. Um, but I do, do also do personal ones. Um, like I do them for my friends all the time, <laughs> my friends and family. Um, and then I actually have like a wish list in every video. So that if people do want a reading, they could like go to my wish list and get me a new deck for my videos. <laughs> okay. So that's how I'm doing it right now. Okay. Um, with with Myra, my friend Myra, she uh, made a really interesting point about how it gives you um, thought topics, right? Oh, Things yes. that you haven't thought about in a while, mm -hmm. and it kind of it kind of recenters you. Like, oh, I haven't thought about this in a while. I haven't thought about this aspect of this one topic in a while. And uh, I just thought that was a, you know, whether you believe in, whether you believe that there is anything spiritually happening with, within tarot, um, I really, really thought it was a good way to, to kind of be mind, mindful of, um, of things. And I just thought that was really, I thought it was really, really interesting. And I thought it was a really good way. Uh, would you say yeah. that that's pretty accurate? Like it, it gives you things to think about? That is so, yeah, for sure. Um, like I actually, in my intro video for my channel, I put that I, another reason why I fell in love with it was because I realized how the cards call out, call out your your bull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they put it up front for you to right. face anything like you haven't faced, just like how she said, like it really puts your mind on what you haven't realized or what you've been ignoring. And I think right. that's really cool. I was hoping because I, I wrote something down when we were having our when we had our little pre-conversation or our pre-interview, whatever interview, whatever. <laughs> I wrote something down that uh, I was hoping that you could kind of elaborate on. So you said something on your on one of your videos that I thought was kind of cool. And I was hoping you could talk a little bit about it um, right here. But you said something one time where you said love every obstacle. I thought that really stuck out. That really resonated with me. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? What do you mean by that? Yeah, um, so there is this book that changed my whole perspective about life because uh, I did try the entrepreneurship journey like when I was 21, that's when I first started. I launched a business and it completely failed after spending like thousands of dollars on it. <laughs> um, but, see I said completely failed, but there's no such thing as failure because we can learn from it. Um, at first, it, it like was on my back for like ever. I felt guilty for like not only using my money, but I was using my family's money as well. I felt shame that it didn't work out. Um, like anger, sadness, anything. I was just like really killing myself for it. And then I read the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And in that book, like within the few pages, he, meant that he mentions about that, about the obstacles in our lives. Um, 
plus not only his book but i also started following entrepreneurship instagram accounts and they talk about it all the time and so i started noticing that about how um, we need to own our mistakes to not be afraid of our mistakes because every mistake means you tried and you're getting closer compared to someone that didn't so i was just like wow like that really helped me to be like okay I am okay that that happened. I'm I've, I'm still alive. I'm still pushing through. I'm not giving up. Like I can go way further. And and I I'm glad that I did start and that I did learn and that I maneuvered. I adapted to what else would work. Okay, that's not working. Okay, let's try something else. Like mm -hmm. you know things like that. Um, so that's that's why I said that. Like that was a, a probably the simplest form that I could make it right. <laughs> you know love your it was love your mistakes right love your love your every obstacle every obstacle yes yeah, yeah. and even in tarot they they talk about that as well um the cards talk about that about mm -hmm. like pushing through those obstacles yeah because also the obstacles how you handle it shows you how strong you are and how strong you can be yeah yeah <laughs> That's right. Could, couldn't agree more. I look at I look at like obstacles and challenges and stuff like that. Especially if you're in in, in your pursuit of a goal, right? I kind of look at it like, you know, you're pushing up against something, right? Up a hill, right? I don't want to make any mythological references because there's actually there could there, there could be a negative spin on this analogy, mm -hmm. right? on this metaphor, because uh -huh. there's a reference of this in, in mythology, but it's not a good one. But I like to think of like pushing up against something, right? Something very heavy. You're pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing towards this goal, right? At some point, maybe you hit, you know, it becomes very hard to push this thing, right? You get tired or you get, or you just get, it just becomes impossible to push because you're out of gas, you're out of momentum, right? Well, maybe what you don't realize when you quit, quit, when you, when you run out of gas is that you've actually created all this room behind you so you can get a bigger head start you know <laughs> to push this thing just to push this you know whatever this is to push that out of the way yeah. and then to keep moving forward right you've overcome yeah. a lot along the way you just don't realize it and then whenever you get to that stopping point take a look back appreciate the stuff that you've had to overcome just to get mm -hmm. to where you are and now realize that you've got a running you actually now have a running start <laughs> to go right back at this thing yeah. even harder even faster with even more strength even more resolve uh -huh. you know so I'm a, I'm a firm believer is in that there's no such thing as a as a as as failure or not necessarily failure but there's no such thing as running out of chances yeah there's no such thing yeah every day is a new day yeah absolutely. Um, oh also I didn't want to mention with the topic of the uh, obstacles I feel like there's a couple of ways you could also um, take them. So there's the way of like pushing through to see your strength. And then I feel like there's another one, which is adapting because maybe that obstacle is there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. True. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Didn't want to Very leave without true. saying that. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you, and you just pointed out kind of one of my one of my flaws is that, that I've had to learn in my time is that you can't punch your way through everything. You know what I mean? Like you're saying Captain America, right? 
You can't put um, your way through this. You can't put yes. your way through this out of through this one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No, it, not everything requires brute force to overcome. Sometimes it requires finesse. You're right. Mm. So, um, yeah, you nailed it. I wanted to ask you one last question here before we before we conclude this uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in the the videos that you put out, you put a lot of good information out. You put a lot of good messages out. All that stuff. You know, I've said that already a million times in this in this one sit down. Have you ever considered a podcast or writing a book? Yeah. So like podcast, I'm starting to get comfortable with my voice <laughs> because I've always been like, Ugh. when I, I don't know, a lot of, I feel like maybe a lot of people go through that. Like they don't want to hear their own voice. And so that's how I used to be. But I've been receiving a lot of compliments about how my voice is soothing and calm. And I'm like, yes, like I like being the calm person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might do a podcast. I'm planning it out. Like, you know how um, with any business, you don't want to like spread yourself too thin on too many ideas. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm adding one after the next after the next. Like, like I was able to grow my Facebook to 9K followers. I was able to. Uh, grow my Instagram to 10k followers and now I'm growing my YouTube um, things like that or in my mailing list to like um, a few hundred yeah so it's like I'm growing each thing slowly and and then I'll add something new Um, and so with the book I did have like different ideas so I wrote them down until I can actually like get to working on this project Um, like they're different ideas. Some revolve around fashion, some revolve around helping with right. spirituality and business. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's another. That's another part of your. Uh, that's where. That's where the idea came up. Actually, to ask you that question because mm. there's a there's a, a video that you have that's very structured. You have a very structured plan. I oh, think yeah. it was the. Actually, hold on. Is that the four keys to happiness? Four keys oh, to happiness, where I you're think, like you categorize ideas, categorize things. Yeah, I think that's the one about um, the steps to manifest your dreams. Yeah, that might um, be it. Yeah, the four keys. It it's more like um, how to be happy. The four steps is actually step by step on how to like. That's make probably that's probably the one I'm talking yeah. about. But I was like, wow, I was like that. You're because I think you were. I think that's one of the ones where you were drawing and, and talking. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, I, I need to see this, this uh-huh. thing that you're, because you, you're talking through it. And in yeah. my head, I can see the, you know, the rows and the columns, like a, uh-huh. like a, yeah. like a chart or a table or something like that. I was but even thinking of like uploading like a PDF in there, like a yeah. link to it so people could actually download it. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was a great idea. And that's why, um, that's why I asked you, you know, podcasting or, or books, you know, oh. I think you got to, man, I, it, obviously, you've seen it, you. You just mentioned it, but obviously, you've seen significant success in the social media world, right? You've got a decent following, a really good following. So, congratulations Thank in that you. aspect, and and good luck the rest of the way. I think I think you've got, um, I think you got some really cool stuff going on, and I'm I feel I feel blessed to to have had this conversation and I'm grateful that you spent a little time, you know, talking about what, Aww. what you've had going on and yeah. especially, you know, sharing some of those challenges mm-hmm. and that you've overcome and here you are. Mm-hmm. Bada bing. You're, you're a good example of, of persevering and, you know, 
overcoming challenges. Um, I wanted to ask you one more question, and I didn't prep you for this one. I don't. I don't ever prep my guests for for the closing question, but everybody <laughs> gets the same one, which uh -huh. is um, that's because I'm looking for a genuine answer. If there was one piece of advice, a nugget, like I like to say, right? One piece uh -huh. of advice that you could offer anybody. It doesn't have to be about anything that we talked about already. Just you have. You've got an audience. You've got an opportunity. What What would you share with someone? What's a What's something that you would say? I would say, be kind. <laughs> Kindness is not bad. Like I, so that was a, so something I kept hearing from people. They're like, "You're too nice. This world is cruel. Like you need to be a bad bee. Like you know that thing that goes around and mm -hmm. how social media and movies. They're always like like the kings and the and the, the queens like they put on a pedestal all the badasses they don't put on a pedestal the, the nice people and so i would say be kind in this cruel world yes kindness is power <laughs> awesome <laughs> i couldn't agree more and i'm glad that but yeah the boundaries right the boundaries right that's a, that's also an important thing yes um but i couldn't agree more and you know just Having hear you say that right now, um, it gives me a little bit more hope because if one person is saying it, that's you, and one person feels that way, mm -hmm. right? That means there's got to be two. And if yeah. there's two, there's got to be three. And if there's yeah. three, there's got to be more. You know that's what I mean? True. Which means there are good people in the world. Mm -hmm. There are not, it's, we, the world can be very overwhelming, but here's one person, you, and you, who feels you know, he's positive and has this, this, this going for him. So good for you. And I appreciate <laughs> you sharing that. Um, I appreciate you sharing that here. Yeah. All right. Well, Angela and Helica, uh -huh. <laughs> I appreciate you spending some time with, I appreciate you spending some time with me and, uh, sharing your, sharing your story. And I wish you the best of luck. What are your projects? Where can we find you? You got a website, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, so um, website, velvetcat with a K dot com. Um, and you could search in Google and you'll find everything my social media, my Instagram, YouTube, they're all velvet cat. <laughs> um, they'll just say something different like art or tarot. Or, yeah. Okay. Um, and projects I'm working on currently mostly focusing on YouTube um, and a tarot deck, actually. Yes. Yeah, so working on a tarot deck um, and a Zodiac art collection <laughs> that awesome. I'm live streaming on Instagram. Okay, cool. Velvet Cat also on Instagram, I'd imagine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You heard it here. If you made it this far, please tell me you did. If you made it <laughs> this far, you've heard some good things, definitely. And give her a follow. Give her a like. Go look her up. I, I trust, trust me, you will not be disappointed. Uh, Thanks again for being on my on my project, Angelica, and I wish you the best of luck. Uh, this has been another episode of This Way Out. If you are watching on YouTube, please click like, subscribe, comment with a little bit of feedback. I'm always, always looking for feedback. Comment and share, spread the good, focus on the good. Uh, I'll talk about focus on the good in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, if you're listening to on the podcast, remember uh, to subscribe and share the podcast as well. Podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Castbox, Google Play, and will be available on the This Way Out website, thisworld-light 
www.bitcoinbusiness.com and focus on the good. Remember, uh, really, bit, um, really designs.biz is selling um, this way out t-shirts and they're available in five different cool colors. And they say focus on the good on the back, which is why I always say, help me share the focus on the good message. Go to really uh, designs.biz, buy yourself a t-shirt. Thank you again, Angelica. Once again, appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing your awesome, awesome story. You guys take care. God bless. This has been the This Way Out podcast, a part of the This Way Out project. The This Way Out podcast can be found on Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and CastBox. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear future episodes, please subscribe. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, recommend future topics, provide feedback, or any other reason, you can comment on this episode or send me an email at thiswo.light at gmail.com. That's T-H-I-S-W-O dot L-I-G-H-T at gmail.com. If you're interested in the other aspects of the This Way Out project, be sure to visit my website at thiswo-light.com.